Hello everyone and welcome to The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication. And I'm Daniel's co-host for the day, Jen Williams. Today you're going to meet a remarkable member of the Michigan Medicine team whose family dates back to the organization for more than 130 years. And before you do that, be sure you go back and listen to any episodes of The Wrap you may have missed. And believe me, it will take you less than 130 years to do it. You can find the shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. Episodes can also be viewed on the Michigan Medicine YouTube channel and as part of the headlines we can review. With that, let's bring in Heather Lewis. Heather has been a part of the facilities department at Michigan Medicine for 27 years, but her family history here dates back much, much further than that. Heather, thanks so much for joining us. It's a pleasure. Now, first, before we dive into your family's history here, can you just explain your current role and what you do day to day at Michigan Medicine? Sure, sure. Um, I spent the first 13 or so years actually as a consultant to uh, the University of Michigan Hospitals uh, Facilities Development Department. I was an architect at an outside architectural firm, but my primary client was University of Michigan Hospitals. And in 2006, I had the opportunity to come over and be a staff member. Um, so as an architect, um, we do a lot of things. We work with obviously the clinical departments, um, with their and, and administrative departments, support services on, um, ideas, projects. Uh, I have a problem that I, I think I can fix by some construction. Um, we consult with the departments and, um, bring in our partners from the other facilities departments, uh, maintenance, uh, security, environmental services, um, and try to find a solution that will work for everybody on the team, uh, from the nurse to the MA, the physician, the administrator. Um, and so we, once a project is funded, um, we're responsible for carrying it through, um, through the completed design, uh, through the construction, and activation. Uh, we also do a lot of testing of materials. We try to standardize materials across the facilities. Um, and we, I've been quite involved with the uh, life safety code and environment of care um, compliance for the Joint Commission and CMS. Nice, so let's get into the backstory when it comes to your family. Can you explain all of your family connections here? I don't know if I can explain all my family connections to University of Michigan, but um, my great-grandfather was from Alma, Michigan, uh, Frederick Graham, and he was part of the U of M Medical School class of 1891. Um, I never knew him, uh, but I'm very close. I was very close to his son, my grandfather, uh, Barney Graham, who at the last minute decided to study medicine. He was actually... um, all scheduled to go to study chemical engineering or something and uh, got into the uh, medical school late and uh, graduated with the class of 1931. Um, And so they practiced together, father and son in Alma and first at Smith Memorial Hospital in Alma. And then my grandpa was part of the group that that created um, Gratiot Community Hospital in the 1950s, which is now part of Mid-Michigan Medical Center and then coincidentally, so they're up in Elmo, then coincidentally, my, my mother's father, my other grandfather, who's also a 
terrific guy, was a terrific guy, uh, was from Marin City, Michigan, went to Wayne State for undergrad and came to the University of Michigan Medical School. And um, coincidentally, uh, you know, met people, had lunch and whatnot uh, over the years. And my grandpa Graham had come back from Alma to do some surgical training at, at U of M Medical School. And so they knew each other and uh, one headed off to uh, back up to Alma and the other one off to, uh, as a neurologist to cons uh, consult with uh, veterans returning from uh, World War II. And actually, uh, so Barney Foster, class of 1938, um, ended up at the Menningers Foundation in Topeka, uh, sort of initiating their neurology program. Uh, so the funny part comes in where my parents are at an officer's club in the Navy. They were both uh, Navy junior officers uh, and went to a dance, met each other and uh, ended up dating. And um, they uh, ended up getting engaged and married. And so my grandfathers got to see each other again uh, for the first time in a long time at their wedding in Topeka, Kansas. I love that. I love that it was just really a coincidence, right? That there was no connection to U of M that brought your parents together, but it just so happens that that both of their fathers had, had gone to the U of M medical school. How does it feel sort of personally to have such a strong tie to the organization? Oh, I'm, I'm really proud of it. Um, I feel um, I had worked in healthcare um, for other health systems and in other hospitals. But certainly Michigan Medicine, University of Michigan um, really has a close place in my heart um, because of the family connections, because I, I attended school here. Um, yeah, when, I, when I'm having a bad day or I just happen to be walking through level two of the cancer center, that, that connector that takes you either to the, the cancer center or over to CBC branches off, um, I can see both of my grandfathers um, and I visit them, you know, I just spend some time, look, I don't really talk to them out loud, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's so reassuring to see them. It's, it's whether, you know, I'm having a bad day at work or I'm here as a patient, it's all good. Um, speaking of you being a patient at Michigan Medicine, uh, what is that experience like and how has it changed your perspective on your colleagues and your peers? Um, it's been interesting. Um, it's been interesting. I've actually been treated in a couple of rooms that I designed, uh, which is sort of humbling. Um, I have to say, I'm really grateful that this is a comprehensive cancer center. Um, I didn't know any different, right? I came in, um, and I, you know, I, I was, they, they did biopsies and diagnosed and, and the team, told me, you know, they, they met and they, you know, they worked out the, the suggested treatment plan. Obviously I had a few choices, um, you know, but so when it was time to, uh, you know, go from one specialty to another, whether, you know, it was uh, surgical oncology to plastic surgery, whether it was, you know, onto um, medical oncology uh, with onto radiation therapy, uh, physical therapy, when I've had to deal with pains, occupational therapy. I mean, it's, it's a team. It really, I, I have friends who have been treated at other hospitals and it's sort of like, well, okay, your surgery is done, go find an oncologist. 
um, for chemo. Uh, and I never felt that, that way at all. Yeah, it's impressive the work that they do. Now, let's let's look a little bit forward now and a little bit more positive, probably. Um, from a personal perspective, you are retiring at the end of the month. So congratulations on that. What's in the works for the next stage of your life? Early retirement, I gotta say that, but <laughs> a darn close to real retirement. Uh, <laughs> um, next steps are travel. Um, where we've got uh, trips, uh, first a quick trip to Florida and then our plan is to go to the UK and spend uh, some time in France and definitely travel and uh, scuba dive with my dad who's 84 and uh, ski and just um, just rest just really rest well thank you so much Heather for sharing your story with us if you want to learn more about Heather and her family's history go to mmheadlines.org that's mmheadlines.org all right, Heather, now you've answered a bunch of questions already, but we do have just a few more for you. Every episode, we ask our guests four quick fire questions as part of the lightning round. So are you ready to go? I guess so. <laughs> you've got no choice. <laughs> All right, here we go. As you reflect on your career at Michigan Medicine, what is one project that you are most proud of? That's easy. Um, the children's uh, and adolescent psychiatric inpatient nursing unit at MOP. Excellent. Now, if you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, now that you're on the verge of retirement, what would it be? Oh, boy. Rest more, have more fun. Uh, yeah. So looking forward to retirement, what helps you relax the most? Is it a book, a movie, listening to music? Um, all of the above. I, I'm so happy now to be able to go to the movies, you know, go to the state theater, which show my card and wear a mask. And I love movies. I love reading. Um, and certainly listening to music is be skiing, dancing. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. Now, obviously the holiday season is upon us. What is your favorite holiday tradition that you have with your family? Oh, that's interesting because my kids are grownups now and uh, even getting them to dinner is a challenge. But I, I, we do put up a Christmas tree and um, I'm, you can tell I'm a very sentimental person. I have given, uh, I have the ornaments that I made as a child. I have ornaments that my children have made, you know, how kids come home from elementary school and daycare with uh, stuff. And every year I try to buy an ornament for each person in the family that suits whatever they're doing that year. Um, when my son learned to snowboard, it was, um, it was a Santa Claus snowboarding, you know. My daughter got certified in scuba. It was a scuba Santa Claus. Nice, I love I that. Love that. Well, thank you so much, Heather, again, for joining us today. And once again, if you want to learn more about Heather's family story, go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. And while you're there, you can check out other featured stories from this week, including a look back at the Hope and Joy Awards, which were presented recently to deserving faculty and staff. And there was a feature on a new pain management initiative designed to address health disparities. Find those stories and much more at mmheadlines.org. All right, Daniel, uh, we asked Heather about her retirement plans. So now I don't think you are anywhere near retirement yet. Nope. But what are, 
what are you hoping, um, what are you, well, where are you hoping to retire once the time comes? Yeah, so I'm definitely not near retirement yet, even early retirement, though Heather is inspiring to us all. Um, but, you know, I, I'm probably thinking that once that time comes, uh, I want to go somewhere a little bit warmer. Um, but, you know, and I love Arizona, but I don't think I could handle like 120 degrees or 110 degrees. I think that's a little much. And there are scorpions there. Um, and then I don't want to go to Florida because of the humidity and the, so I don't know. I, I'm probably thinking somewhere like the Carolinas, maybe North Carolina seems like a good sort of middle ground for that. But I think it would be mostly uh, weather related. And if I did stick around here, I could see myself um, basically spending every single day of the baseball season at Comerica Park watching the Tigers. So that would be a dream uh, retirement for me too. Maybe I'll be an usher at Comerica Park. And what about you? What are your retirement plans when the time comes? Uh, we're not really sure yet. Um, I do definitely, we definitely know that it's going to be somewhere warm for sure. Um, I do love San Diego. Um, but you know, then they have earthquakes over there. So, um, probably between there, maybe Florida, uh, maybe somewhere in the Caribbean. Um, we kind of have a long way to go here. So (laughs) (laughs) you have a lot of time to make that decision. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. It's time for the What Wrap Weekly Trivia Contest. Last episode, we asked listeners, two HRO tools of the month were recently outlined in headlines. What were they? The answers were cross-checking and coaching. Congratulations to Brenda Nimke, who sent in the correct answer. Brenda, Brenda, a member of the Department of Communication, will be in touch shortly to help you claim your prize. And now for this week's question, here's Jen. This week's question is, the organization's new pain management initiative is being spearheaded by which team at Michigan Medicine? Once again, the organization's new pain management initiative is being spearheaded by which team at Michigan Medicine? You can find the answer in this week's headline story, and once you know it, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for a chance to win a prize. That's all the time we have for this week. Heather, thank you so much for joining us and best of luck in your retirement. And thanks as always to all of our listeners and viewers for everything you do for patients, families, and each other. We hope you stay tuned next week as we bring you a special year in review episode of The Wrap. Looking back at all 2021 had to offer. We'll see you then.